Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome back to our in-season podcast from the podium where we feature all of the daily press conferences from before and after practice rolled into one podcast for you. I'm Jason Gibbs today recapping day number five of practice here from the Greenbrier in West Virginia. On today's show, we'll hear from head coach Kevin Stefanski, linebacker Anthony Walker, wide receiver Elijah Moore, and cornerback MJ Emerson. First up, it's head coach Kevin Stefanski talking to the media before day five of practice, the first one after a day off as the team continues to ramp up to the 2023 season. Okay, fire away, guys. What's the um, couple of injury updates? Matthew uh, in a boot and in, in looked like Grant left at one point. Yeah, he's Grant's fine. Matt Adams has a calf injury. He'll be out. Not today, but he's getting real close. Will Matt be sort of indefinitely? A couple weeks. Yeah. What do you expect to add to that? What do we see out there today? Yeah, see a, a few more uh, competitive periods. Uh, we're going to work uh, some situations. We'll be back in the red zone again. I think it's really important uh, early to get red zone work because, number one, it also takes some running off of your receivers the more you get in there. And I just think it's important for both sides, offensively and defense, uh, to be locked in down there because we know that's points. Start giving DTR more work for the candidate. Yeah, it's coming uh, today. Kevin, you guys brought back Anthony Walker. Just what does he mean, uh, I guess, you know, from an intangible standpoint, and then just the work he's done to, to come back from that injury? Yeah, intangibles, uh, you know, hard to describe, obviously, but he's the presence, his presence is felt really throughout the building, uh, meeting rooms, weight room, on, on the field. Uh, he's a pro's pro, and just with his career and what he's been able to accomplish and, and plays at a high level and then provides great leadership off the field. With that, Kevin, I mean, he's been around for a while, and you have a serious injury like that. What does it say about a guy to say, hey, I'm committed to coming back and continuing to do this? Yeah, that's. I'll tell you what, it's hard get, when you're injured and, and you're out of it. It's so easy to feel like you're away from the team, and, and that was never uh, where AWOC was, even while dealing with the injury last year. Uh, and then to come back, you know, we were so excited that we were able to bring him back because, uh, you know, I think he represents a lot of uh, what we are. Kevin, you alluded to it there, but just the fact that he like stayed around Berea so much last year, and we even said like he moved his flight up after his surgery as right. soon as he could get back. What that meant in hindsight? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm he's. <laughs> A walk. He's a future coach. His dad's a coach. Uh, he, he's a, he's a coach on the field, uh, but provides great leadership throughout our building. But you know what he, a lot of what we, uh, a lot of what he does, we don't see. Uh, some of his impact uh, happens really when, when no one's watching. Now you, you had a lot of injuries there after him. Obviously. When he went out, were you surprised that those intangibles weren't filled by others? Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's hard to hard to quantify, so to speak, Tony. I I, I don't know that it's a 
I don't know that it uh, reflects on anybody else other than to say Anthony's a, a great leader for us. So anytime you're without him, that obviously is a big hole to fill. When you talk about the versatility Elijah allows you to have on offense and just what he can do, what about his skill set allows him to be as versatile as he is? Well, in order to be versatile, you got to line up all over the place. So I'd tell you just intelligence, first of all. Uh, with some of our players, the more you can do, uh, we're going to do it for you, but you got to be able to line up and you got to be able to, hey, you're playing the X this play and then you're playing the Z the next play. So that uh, in of itself is, is a high bar to clear and, and, he, and he's great at that. And then physically, I mean, you guys see he's, he's both quick, he's fast, uh, he's got very, very, very strong hands, he's competitive. Um, so uh, there's, uh, there, there's the versatility piece of where he can line up, but just the different jobs he can do because of his skill set uh, just is impressive. When he, when he runs routes out of the backfield, are those essentially green hot routes, or are they something entirely new to your playbook? Um, it's a little, yeah, I wouldn't define it as, as uh, yeah, I wouldn't call it like a, a specific set of running back routes. I think there's, as you know, there's a thousand things you can do coming out of the backfield. Uh, we have great runners to do that. You could put Elijah back there if, if the matchups dictate, but he's somebody that we really do see uh, positionless in that you can line him up outside the numbers, inside the numbers, uh, really no limit to where you can line him up. How did the off day go? We saw you know, some of the guys golf, and then did you run into some some guys, and what kind of feedback are you getting on how this experience is going yeah, uh, I know some guys went to the movies. I know some guys play golf. You also used yesterday, these guys used it to get their bodies right. So a lot of use of uh, the training room here and, and some of the resources over at the hotel. So it's a good spot right in the middle of our trip here to, to kind of refresh and recharge. When you, you see a minicamp OTA and even out here, a lot of pre-snap motion. Elijah Moore's involved in a lot of that, but others are too. Mm -hmm. So Philly, Kansas City, is it just doing, you have the guys to do what they're doing and it's been successful for them? What effect does it have on defense? Yeah, uh, you know, it's interesting, Tony. We, we look a lot at shifts and motions and, and want to make sure you're always doing them with a purpose. Uh, you know, you mentioned Philly. They really didn't shift in motion last year. They lined up in two-by-two two sets and played great offense uh, that way. So I think there's so many different ways to skin the cat uh, for us when we feel like there's a advantage to shifting and motion and, and some of those fast motions can be difficult on the defense, um, we'll utilize them, but it, it's really based on what we're trying to accomplish on that given play. What has Darius brought, uh, you know, even just in this camp from just a leadership standpoint and you know, helping young guys and all that sort of thing? Yeah, Z's been uh, awesome. Uh, practices really, really hard. I mean, works, and, and that's, you know, he's after my own heart with how he, how he works out here on the field. So. Uh, like you mentioned, he's a leader. He, he's done at a high level in this league. He, he's been through a lot in this league. Uh, so I think just him imparting his knowledge of, of things that he's seen is so important to our young guys. How much has Martin just thrown over the last year? MJ Emerson? Yeah. Yeah, he's doing, uh, you know, I think he, he looks really good to me physically. Uh, he, he's, he's doing a nice job both in drills and in the practice reps that he's getting. As you know, he's, he's a very long player, so it's, he's a difficult guy for our receivers to get off of when he's in press. Uh, but a, another diligent worker, so I'm excited for him. Do you look at that group and say a lot of guys very skilled at the man in man-to-man coverage, where you, it, it could actually play to their strengths in that kind of coverage? Yeah, I mean, I, I think 
remains to be seen exactly. It's kind of like we talked about on offense. You now's the time to work it all and see what what fits guys and, and what they're good at. But uh, the more man players you have, the better, uh, of course. So uh, it's something that we'll we'll continue to work and, and see where we are once the season starts. Well, and for DPJ, just how have you guys seen him grow in this offense in, in every capacity? Yeah, just, uh, you know, Donovan, as we've talked about many, many times, uh, he's very, very friendly target for the quarterbacks, both because of his size and length and, and leaping ability, and he's always going to be where he's supposed to be. So uh, there's been plays already this camp where he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do, and the ball's going, making it to number 11 because uh, – that's that's the result of, of him doing his job. I know it's early, but has more been as advertised, or is he been a little better than you thought? Uh, well, yeah, I think it's early. I mean, we haven't really put the pads on and, and that type of thing. we got to get through some preseason games. So and it's early, really, to make any uh, declarations of, of any player. Uh, so we're so focused on stacking these days and trying to get better. But ha- having said that, uh, he's been so impressive from how – how seriously he takes his craft. He really wants to be great. Uh, you watch him work both before practice, after practice, in the meeting rooms. Um, he's a, a, a player that you can tell uh, takes his job very seriously. What was it about MJ that inspired the coaching staff to trust him as quickly as you guys did last year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's that's just results of, of doing your job and, and performing. Uh, you know, a lot of rookies, you, you feel one way about them and, and and you are confident about them, but they got to go do it. They got to go show you through practices, through preseason games that they're ready. And I think MJ did that last season, and it's no different than a lot of the rookies now. Uh, but they will they'll earn roles as opposed to be given roles. Marquise and Anthony both kind of sideline right now, and I don't know how Marquise is going to be out there. I mean, do you have a void for the vertical stretch guy, or do you need to really look at that? Um, yeah, I, I think we're, we're comfortable with where we are, Mary Kay, with the players that we have. We have we have versatility in that room. I, I know you mentioned Marquise and Anthony and, and their skill sets, but we're, we're confident with the guys we have. Are there any other of the younger guys that maybe caught your eye in terms of the progression they made somewhere in this camp or just in the offseason? Yeah, it's uh, I'll, it's hard to say because it's early, but this rookie class is is uh, I'm impressed with how they take care of their business. Uh, they're not pros yet; they're going to be rookies for this whole season, but. Uh, we put a lot on their plates, and they've done a nice job in the meeting room, in the weight room, on the practice field. The defense was real chatty, and understandably so, in that seven-on-seven seven, uh, the other day. Um, just, I know there's ebbs and flows, uh, you know, to this. From your perspective, when you see a period like that where the offense doesn't have the success, um, how do you look at that when you're going back and kind of? dissecting things and and then your conversations like with Deshaun and some of the the teaching moments oh yeah I mean that was great work for both sides like today's gonna be great work for both sides Um, it's football sometimes the defense is gonna win sometimes the offense is gonna win Uh, luckily I always win as the head coach so I'm happy either way Uh, but it's it's they're great great competitive reps to learn from Uh, and that's that's gonna be true throughout this training camp Next up, linebacker Anthony Walker talking about rehabbing and coming back from his injury last season and why he decided to come back to the Browns for another year. How's everybody doing? How you doing? Good. Doing well, doing well. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Good to see y'all too. Kind of, some of y'all. I'm not. <laughs> but totally understand. Won't hold anyone. Anthony, where would you say you are? 
Uh, making great progression. Um, I think every day has been better for me out there on the field. Um, you know, you can't, you know, recreate football by doing rehab or by doing, you know, just training on the side. So I think for me, the last bit is uh, actually getting out there and doing individual drills and then progressing to 707, progressing to team, period. So um, for me, I think I'm taking steps in the right direction. Um, you know, still got, you know, weeks away till we play a, a, a game, a regular season game. So, um, but just making good progression and, uh, you know, moving at the, the pace that the trainers want me to move. You see, you see those steps being taken in training camp? No doubt, yeah, for sure, yeah. If, was there any concern that you wouldn't be able to, to be able to get from the start, be able to go? Um, you know I mean, for me, I, I, I didn't think I would be able to <laughs> ride a bike again after I had surgery. Um, my first time having something like that, uh, it was it was scary. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, you know, you you can't do anything. The, and you know, I've been playing football and walking around normal for 20 some odd years, and then you know, one day you wake up and you need help to do everything. So, um, taking it one day at a time. Um, every step has been, you know, a, a blessing. You know, riding a bike again to walking normal without crutches and then running and all that stuff. So I, I don't take any of that for granted. Finally being out, you're able to do some stuff. I guess is there like even a newer appreciation than oh, no you doubt. were anticipating? No doubt, no doubt. Um, you know, watching football for what, 14 weeks last year, um, you know, watching your teammates go through, you know, all season workouts and all that and not being able to be a full participant, um, you know, it sucks. You know, you, you play the game for the camaraderie, for the bro brotherhood and to be able to go go to work with your brothers and not being able to do everything fully, um, it definitely sucks. But you know it's you know timing and progression and uh, you know I, I don't want to rush the process. But obviously you know you hope it speeds up a little bit. Yeah, it was to drive the force behind you coming back to the Browns and uh, what did it mean to you that they brought you back coming off just such a a, a tough injury? No, no doubt. Um, you know I'm always appreciative of the opportunity to play football. Um, you know, like I said, you never want to take that for granted. Um, you know, a lot of people out there looking for jobs and, you know, for AB and, you know, the Browns to bring me back, I um, was definitely appreciative of them. I, I appreciate them for that. Um, but for me, uh, the opportunity to win, um, I'm kind of, I know you guys don't, you know, I know you guys said in y'all columns that I'm a little old now, but <laughs> but um, I'm getting older, you know, and at, at this point, it's the appreciation of winning, you know, um, a team that's built to win, a team that, you know, is ready to win right now, um, and that's what the Browns are, and that's what we're we're trying to get accomplished. So, um, I understand that the opportunity to obviously play the game, but obviously the opportunity to win is what brought me back ultimately. It, it's the, uh, you and Sione are obviously been teammates for a while, mm -hmm. but they kind of going through this recovery period together. Mm -hmm. and did that kind of form an even stronger bond between the two? No doubt, no doubt. Um, me and Tuck had our, we had our share of battles for a while. <laughs> um, and then it's funny, you know, how, how God works sometimes, put somebody in the posi same position as you and, um, you know, have to bring you guys together. We were rehabbing together pretty much all off season. Um, even during the summer, we both didn't go home. We stayed in Cleveland and, you know, like you said, built that bond. Um, and, you know, you, once you get to know someone a little deeper and understand why they are the way that they are, you appreciate them a little more. So um, obviously, you know, we we're both battling back, but um, definitely a new uh, bond built there. I guess what did you learn about him that maybe you didn't know before? Yeah. I mean, first part of it and second part, it seems like he's either on schedule or ahead of schedule mm -hmm. in his own rehab, what you saw from, from him throughout those months. Yeah, um, one thing I learned, uh, you know, he loves the game. Um, and that, that that is part of the passion, the uh, sometimes the ruggedness of Sione. Um, he loves the game so much. And, uh, you know, he, he's always trying to find ways to get better. 
Um, but during this off, during this rehab, obviously, um, seeing him go to work every day, is, you get a newfound appreciation. Um, you know, a lot of guys don't don't want to go through that, um, me included. So for us to do that every day when we didn't want to, and you know, we didn't have, you know, some days we could take off, and we're like, now nah, we're coming in, we're going to get some extra work. Um, you know, to see that, to have somebody go through that with you, um, definitely a new appreciation there. As a, as a veteran player, what about Jim Schwartz's defense excites you the most, and how do you feel like it is going to accentuate what you do best uh, as a linebacker? Yeah, I think it's a plan to coach into your player's strength, and um, we have uh, obviously we have a very unique set of uh, DBs, uh, all sizes, speeds um, that can cover pretty much everybody. Uh, obviously, you got the monsters on the edge. Um, the pass rush that gets there, um, being able to stop the run. We have, I think we have all the pieces. And um, I think, like you said, what, what makes him unique is he plays to our strengths and then he lets us take the reins. You know, he tells us what he wants and he lets us go out there and do it instead of, you know, trying to micromanage. Um, so I think that's what you appreciate now as an older player where, you know, you kind of have the reins to kind of, you know, control the show. And for me as a linebacker, that's, you know, that's what you want. You said you learned about Talking, but yeah. what about what did you learn about yourself during this process of, of, of having to battle back from what you know could be career ending? Yeah, it, it could have been. Yeah, no doubt. Um, number one, uh, I found out that uh, I have a great a great family. Um, obviously, my dad being there all the way, um, my close family members being there all the way, great friends and all that. But my family here, you know, the team, my teammates here, um, you know, obviously had that great relationship with Jacoby. Um, and you know he was with there. He was there with me every step of the way. But also a lot of guys here, um, JOK, uh, Deshaun, all those guys, man, they were just there for me the whole time, keeping my spirits up um, throughout the whole process. So I appreciate those guys. And I think for myself, just you know, I always thought I was a little tough-minded, um, but now I realize you know <laughs> a little bit more. You know, just going through that injury and uh, you know fighting back um, that I can overcome. So I do appreciate that. There was a collective vote of confidence. Uh, don't tell him I said this, but I think Coach Tar might be a good coach. <laughs> um, you know, when you when you believe in the guy that you know that leads the group, Coach Tarv, um, that he has all his guys ready to play. I think that says a lot. You know, um, you don't have to bring in too many outside guys when you know it's a next man up mentality, and that guy's ready to ready to play. And that's a tribute to, like I said, Coach Tarvin. That's a tribute to the other guys being ready to play. Tony, uh, um, Jordan, all those guys being ready to play at any moment. And uh, as you see, you know, we, we, they, those guys still battling out there today, you know. So um, I think, like you said, just the confidence in, in the group and then also confidence in the coach that he's got, he's got the guys ready to play. Anthony, you've played against all the best guards in this league. Mm -hmm. What makes Joel Batonio one of those? Man. I was just talking to Joel about that. <laughs> um, I think just his uh, his feet. He has really good feet for how big he is. Um, so you may think like you have a step on him or something like that, and he's able to run you down or just cut off angles and all that stuff. Um, obviously, Coach Callahan, Coach Callahan is a great coach. Obviously, um, all those guys play really well together. But I think, like I said, Joel's feet is one of the best I've seen. Anthony, you guys, defense, I mean, everything looks really good on paper. It's still early. Offense, Deshaun's back, good line, all that. Nobody talks about the Browns. Like, do you feel like you guys are slept on? I mean, I think, like you said, you put it, like, hit it right on the head. It's all on paper. Um, and until you do it, you know, I mean, I think I've been here over the last two years. 
I thought we were pretty good on paper both years, you know, and until you actually go out there and do something and make some noise, um, make a playoff run and all that stuff, they shouldn't be talking about us. That's cool. We understand that, but we haven't done anything either. So we understand that we have to go out, earn it every day on the practice field and let everything else take care of itself. And then, you know, obviously on Sundays we take care of that and, you know, we see, we see you know, what the headlines read after that. But right now we're worried about what we're doing inside and, you know, on inside our practice field and all that stuff, and we'll let the outside handle the outside. How much is this trip, you know, Kevin brought you guys down mm -hmm. here to insulate you a little bit, try and get you guys to, to bond maybe a little more than uh, staying back in Berea. So just from your perspective, do you agree with that philosophy mm -hmm. and just what type of a benefit do you feel this trip has had on you guys? Yeah. Uh, personally, I feel like for me it was like a reset. You know, um, you know, you're you're so used to being in off season and you being home, and even if you stay in Cleveland, like you're so used to a like a semi routine. Um, when you come somewhere else for training camp, it kind of gives you that that sense of restart, refresh. Let's get ready for training camp and lock in for the season. So I think that's a good thing. Obviously, um, I had never been here before, but I think everything has been awesome. You know, the commute and everything is good. I mean, I'm pretty sure the guys are loving it. Um, you know, even yesterday, had a lot of team bonding activities and stuff like that. So I, I think it's good for us. Uh, Practice is against the Eagles. Like last year, kind of like the peak of the training. Mm -hmm. like, kind of your timetable. That's a great question. That's, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll take it as, as, you know, the progression as it comes. But, um, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see when we it comes to that. Yeah, I'd love, definitely love to be out there. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Receiver Elijah Moore makes his podium debut here in 2023. He tells us how he sees his versatility, how the offense is working, and how he's building camaraderie with Deshaun Watson. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Oh, you doing, doing good. Good. Outside good. These days. Outside reps, right? Yes, I, I got a tan. I look good. I feel good. <laughs> I, I, I mean, lining up outside. Oh, Cooper, outside. Yeah. 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 Out. I mean, you, you've been running a lot of routes from the outside. outside. Yeah. Yeah, both, man. Um, I feel like having the, you know, being uh, available to be in both, you know, like what the coach has been, you know, has allowed me to do is only going to open up the offense, and, you know, I feel good about it. Elijah, they've, everybody has just raved about what you bring to this offense, versatility and everything. How, much, how, how good does that feel when, you, you know, teammates, coaches, it really doesn't matter who, when they're talking about you, it's, 
is talking in such glowing terms about. It feels good, you know. Um, it feels good to be wanted, like I said before, and um, you know, I feel that every single day I'm on the field and in the building. You know, all ever since I got here, you know, so I can't do do nothing but thank God, like I said before. You know, it's a true blessing. Coach has you lining up everywhere, even in the backfield. Just that versatility. Where does it come from, and how? You know, excited are you that it really feels like Coach plans to exploit that and use you this year? I'm super excited. Um, I feel like growing up in Florida, you know, I was talking about this with a couple of players yesterday. Um, we don't coach to play slot outside or inside. You coach to play receiver, you know, so it doesn't really matter where I'm lined up. I feel like I'm kind of comfortable wherever they need me to, you know, to be. Um, and just web, like whatever it is that they need me to do, I'm going to work my hardest to get it done. So even if I'm not good at it now, I'm going to keep working every single day to get better at it to where it becomes one of my favorite things to do. I know it's early, but Amari being out, Marquise obviously, you know, being, being out, how much more does that put on you to kind of, you know, elevate even more than you, you already are? Yeah, I mean, when leaders like you know, like Coop and Keese are out, you know, somebody got to step up, you know, and I feel like the whole the whole group, not just me, is doing that. You know, we're all being detailed, we're all talking to each other, we're all coaching each other up, like they were out there, you know, help, helping us as well. So I feel like either, either way, you know, you can't you can't blink, you know, you, you got to keep stepping. The, the uh, touchdown you had in the red zone trail, you got to beat Denzel off the line, the really good catch, ball's coming in pretty hard, short distances. Is that kind of what you do? Does that, does that feature a couple things that you do? Yeah, I mean, double moves, you know, um, I get really excited. Um, and then going against a good corner like him, you know, I'm going to get better. And he's going to get better too. So matchups like that, I get excited. And just just like I feel like every, everybody does. You know, they see that out, out there. It only brings more attention to, okay, I want to go next. You know what I'm saying? So it's just contagious. So, so, so the trade, you're feeling Excuse me. The, the whole trade and the relocation. Yes, sir. I feel great. The way you want it, right? Yeah, that's the only way it is. <laughs> it looks like you and Michelle had it's like a pretty solid camaraderie uh, on the field so far. Have you been able to establish such a strong connection this early on in the process? You know, we're day by day. You know, the we didn't play no game yet. You see what I'm saying? We're just practicing out here. One, we're doing our one percent. You know, like he always says, the work gonna come first. You know, so we're just focused on that. You know, the connection is going to build as day as days go on. We're going to have our days where it's not. It's going to have our days where it is. But we're going to try to have more days where it is than it's not. We see so many times where he's thrown to a spot and he's trusting that you and your teammates are going to be in that spot. Just obviously that's not an easy thing to do, mm. but just, you know, um, the chemistry that it takes to execute that so flawlessly, uh, you know, like explain that, yeah. um, just kind of being on the same page as him, you know, going in the rooms behind it, behind the scenes, and seeing how he's thinking, you know. And as long as I get on the same page with him, it's gonna be magic out there, you know. Have you ever spent as much time in the backfield like you are uh, in the offseason and now training? A little bit in college, but not in the league. Um, you know, I'm super excited. I'm embracing it. You know, whatever they need me to do, I'm, you know, I'm gonna try my best to get it done. I'm, you know, I'm trying to execute. Is that good being a advantage running around? Yeah, I feel like it's me versus back. Who, who y'all got? I got me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Elijah, coming into a room where DPJ is one of the returners, just what's it been like getting to see what he can do? How do you think your skills mesh in, in that receiver room? I feel like we're all different. And when you have all different people, that's good because you all bring something to the, to the table that one doesn't do. You know, so 
I feel like when you got that aspect of the, of the game, we're all constantly learning from each other, you know? So it's another great thing about our group, you know? So I'm grateful. What's it been like getting to know him in particular since he's pretty quiet on Yeah, he's quiet probably with everybody else, but with us, you know, with his brothers, you know, he talks, he says what he, you know, what he needs to, he jokes around, he dances a lot. So I'm saying he has a great personality. Was it nice to see Anthony Schwartz back out there? Well, uh, yeah, speed, we need it. You know, he's working his way into it. Um, just glad to see him back out there smiling. What do you see from Cedric Smart player, you know what I'm saying? Um, of course, we all, you know, as a rookie, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all got our things we need to work on, but super talented, super talented, big physical dude, um, and he's going to do some great things for us. So you have Watson, Byron, get the ball here. We know what you have there. Is it a big difference? Uh, I can let y'all answer that question for me. <laughs> Lastly, it's cornerback MJ Emerson talking about the differences between year one and year two, what he sees in Elijah Moore, and how he and his fellow DBs are building chemistry. Hello, everybody. How are you, buddy? Do you feel like you've take, taken that step up from rookie year to second year, and there's just even way more that you're going to be able to accomplish this season? Uh, yes, ma'am. I would say so. I'm just all season. I um, made a lot of goals, you know, for the team, but also for myself, and I was just working towards those goals, and I see a lot of improvement, but, you know, there's still a lot of improvement to get uh, get done. What goals uh, did you set for yourself in the offseason? Uh, I'd rather keep those to myself, you know. How much do you feel like just the game is slowing down for you compared to training camp a year ago? Uh, a lot, honestly. You know, as a rookie, you know, I was just out there. Second-guessing myself a lot, you know, not trying to make mistakes. But this year, you know, I just hit my playbook this offseason pretty hard. And, you know, um, just building that chemistry with my guys and trusting everybody that they'll be in the right position and just trying to do my job every play. So it slowed down a lot. Was there a point last year, camp, preseason game, whatever, where you just said, okay, I can do this? It wasn't quite as new. Or maybe, you know, still new, but you knew you were okay. Maybe I was a preseason pick six last year. That was, that was a big confident boost for me, you know, um, going out with my first NFL debut and I uh, made some good plays and I was like, okay, I feel like I belong to you know, probably that moment. You got a pick down there in the red zone today. What did you see on that play? Can you talk to you Just reading my keys, you know, usually in the red zone when you get a straight, you get a straight stem, it's usually a dig, but he didn't um, press my leverage. So he didn't try to run past me, he tried to get underneath me. So I just stayed square. And we tried to cross my face, I just broke. And then the ball was right there. Would you say, are you seeing the, the game better? Is it slowing down for you this year where you don't have to play faster? Yes, ma'am. I would say so. I would say so. Martin, I know last year you liked when opposing quarterbacks were growing your way. I guess just like, how much did that help build your confidence? How much do you still, I assume, feel the same way going into year two that you want them to keep targeting you? Oh, yeah, I'm a um, competitor, you know, the ultimate competitor. So I love when the quarterback targets me, you know, um, it just keeps me honest, you know, keeps me focused and keeps me ready. And I just want to do my uh, part, you know, to help the team win. So doing my job is the main goal. So I love when the quarterback targets me. It seems like a cornerback room with you, Denzel, Brad, man-to-man coverage, you know, with, with, I mean, it sort of, you feel like it sort of fits your guys' strength? Uh, yes, sir. I would say, um, you know, we have a lot of great corners in our in our room. Um, different, you know, we all can do different things. So, you know, we can match up. I feel like with any team. So, 
man to man, that should be a great tool for us. Is that something that, that Coach Schwartz has talked about, you know, utilizing more than maybe you did a year ago? Yes, sir. Um, we just want to take away the, the if-then statement. So, you know, just get out the guys and just play fast. You know, get your man and, and just win wherever he goes. How much different is it with a new defensive coordinator, a new position coach, whether it's technique, philosophy, um, coverages, how different does it feel? Uh, it's, a, it's a little different, you know, but football is football, you know, so whatever, you just, just got to learn the techniques, t learn the playbook, and just execute your job. So it's different, though. I would say it's different in a good way. Knowing how physical you are to go back to Chris's man-to-man -man questions, like, do you, like, thrive in those one-on-one -on -one kind of matchups? Do you really enjoy that? Yeah, I enjoy one-on-one -on -one matchups because it's just, you know, the, the coaches, your team, you know, they're trusting you to, you know, eliminate this guy. So. That's what we. That's what we. Uh, you know, we live on cornerback. You know, we want to eliminate our, our man and, and play fast. So I love playing man to man. You know, it's just me and you. We made the best man win. Did you do much of that back? I mean, how far back did you have to go to front where you really played a lot of man? Like, did you do it at state? Did you do it in high school? I mean, yeah, in high school we played. We only played man, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, my former teammate Devin Witherspoon, He was a top five drop pick this year. And um, yeah, we played a lot of man, him on one side and me on the other. So in high school, got, we just got after guys. In college, you know, I, well, in high school, I really didn't play off a lot. So I had to learn, you know, the off techniques. And and I feel like, you know, I kind of, I wouldn't say mastered it, but I'm just more comfortable playing off. And first, that's always been my thing because I'm a bigger corner and I like to get after guys. So first, you know, it kind of comes easy to me. Anybody ever completely passes with you guys at corner? <laughs> um, in high school, you know, the talent is, is not same level as the league, obviously, but. Of course, yeah. We had some great talent in the, uh, in the Panhandle, that Florida area. So, some guys got after us, but we got after a lot of guys too. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like by the end of the year, the coaches really trusted you. To to kind of, what does that mean to you to, to kind of earn that trust and, and feel that the coaches believed in you as much as they did? Uh, man, it's just a blessing, you know. It was a blessing, you know, to, uh, for them, you know, to to you know trust me as a young player but I feel like you know trust is earned not given so I feel like I kind of earned their trust and, and that was a blessing. How about going against uh, Deshaun Watson every single day in camp? How is that going to help you become a much better player? Well uh, Deshaun you know he's one of the best this game ever seen so um, it's just a blessing itself you know playing against one of the best quarterbacks in the game and just you know it's a lot of guys, you know, that we're not, not going to make passes like him, not going to, you know, read the field as good as him. So it's a, it's a good thing. It's going to make us better, and we're going to make him better. Did you see Seth Mooch in college at all? Uh, I played Tennessee my freshman year. I was my true freshman year, and I, I think he's younger than me. So, no. What's it like being matched up against Elijah when he's split out wide? Elijah Moore? Yeah. Great, uh, great talent. You know, he can uh, run every route. So um, it's fun going against him. Yeah, it's fun. And they think, you know, Kevin raves about the fact that he can play inside, outside of the backfield. So, I guess, what is it about him that makes him successful no matter where he plays? Uh, I'll probably say his history. You know, he played running back growing up. Um, also, he's a Florida guy. You know, we can do it all. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, Elijah, he's special, man, and I'm happy he's a part of the team. I'm excited to play with him. Anthony was saying you guys have been doing a lot of team building while you've been down here. Can you tell me a little bit about your time here in West Virginia, what it's been like, what y'all been up to? Oh, man, I, I don't think uh, I went anywhere without a DB with me. So, you know, we just been here just trying to build that chemistry with each other. Um, Coach, you blessed me with a suite. I don't know why, but I brought my PS5, so it worked out. I got my game. We play a lot of UFC. 
play a lot of Madden and 2K. We just, you know, relaxing there until bed checking. We just know, um, just getting to know each other and just getting ready to go to war in a couple of days. How do you like the Greenbrier? I love it, man. It's uh, beautiful. I would love to come out here and practice and run all day and just look at this view if I could, but I'm having a good time here. What did you do on your off day? My off day, um, we went, I had a spa, so I got a massage, relaxed a little bit, took a nap in there. Um, then we went to the pool and bowling. And after yeah. that, and then after that, we went to play the UFC in my room <laughs> until the <laughs> check. Yeah. That's today's From the Podium podcast. You can like and subscribe today to the Cleveland Browns Daily and More podcast to find From the Podium. Be sure to check out all the Browns social media platforms, clevelandbrowns.com, the Browns mobile app, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash browns, for the latest news and practice recaps from the Greenbrier here in West Virginia. We'll see you back tomorrow as the team puts the pads on. I'm Jason Gibbs, thanking you for listening to the Browns From the Podium podcast. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.